The Sea and Wit show? I'm watching that for sure. Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm a female. I do not do work. I'm too rich for that. We don't like violence. Guys, I'm not gonna like brag or anything like that, but like, look, my wife thought. Everyone else? Fair Fuck them. <laughs> Welcome back to another podcast, bitches. Yeah, this episode's gonna be real nice. Um, sad, but you know, it's gonna be good. It's like a vent session. I didn't me. wear mascara for this reason today. Yeah. But. Yesterday we went to we seem a little hungy, over. dead. Uh, because we went to the Morgan Wallen concert last night. <laughs> Hammered. Were you? Whitney, you yeah, were. Yeah, you were dancing you... in the parking lot. I was running away, um, <laughs> by myself. Yeah, I was pretty drunk. Um, yeah, I think we. Me and you did that. Mm-hmm. No one else. Everyone else seemed to be sober, but me and you. Yeah. So I'm not sure what happened. We kept getting the shakers and yeah. drinking tons of shots. Okay. <clears throat> Today's episode's going to be a little sad. So lots of trigger warnings. We're going to be talking about um, a parent, you know, losing a parent, drugs, alcohol, things like that. So if you're sensitive to that, obviously don't watch it, but. Or do. It'll help you. Or not. <laughs> I don't hope. All right. Let's get into <clears throat> it. So, obviously. She's going to be she's gonna be interviewing me today. Pretty much. I don't know a lot. I do obviously know quite a bit, but also I don't know a lot. So, it's kind of going to be. That's why I'm in this because I want to learn about it as well. And it, so, yeah. So, the day that it happened, how did you find out? Um. Okay. Well, I'm going to start with uh, the time and date, I want to say. Well, May 26th. 2011, um, I lost my dad to overdose, and um, I woke up that day, and you know how, like, sometimes you don't know, like, if you have a feeling or weird weird feeling, you just feel sick in your stomach. I don't remember having that, but I think eventually I did, like, throughout the day going by. Um, I was in sixth grade. I had woken up, um, got ready, went to school. It was, like, a half day because it was, like, exam week. And then um, got to school, got out like 11.30. Um, my parents picked me up. My mom picked me up. And me and Justin just – actually, no, Justin went to one of his friends' house, and I went home, and I was he was supposed to pick us up that day. Um, so we had called – I had called him at like – I don't even know, like 11, 11.30 as soon as I was getting out, like, hey, are you going to come get us? Are you going to come get us? And he wasn't answering. And then as soon as I got home, um, I was with my friend Amber at the time, and my mom had just had Jaden and my little sister, and uh, she was feeding her, bottle feeding her. She was just an infant, and we're sitting on the couch, and my mom puts on Cinderella Story. And the Cinderella Story, the mom, or the, uh, the mom, I don't think she's around, but the dad ends up dying, and at the end of it, it's just so weird. At the end of it, I had, like, kept calling him because I was just like, why is he not answering me? I was, like, leaving him voicemails and shit. And um, at the end of the movie, the end of the movie ends, and my mom's feeding the baby, and I turned around, and I looked at her, and I said, hey, like, do you have a will? Like, what's a will? And she, like, told me, and then I said, does dad have a will? She's like, I don't know. I haven't talked to him about that. And then, bro, this is so weird. As, as soon as, like, I would say, like, 10 minutes go by, all the phones start ringing at the same time. Like, my cell phone, my mom's cell phone, the home phone was on the TV, 
and it like read back then like the home landlines mm-hmm. would read on the tv and mm-hmm. you could see who it was and it was like my dad's girlfriend my grandpa like just like so many people were calling and I was like what is going on and my mom already knew because my dad had been you know in trouble in the past so every time that he would get in trouble or whatever something was going on they would always call her and she grabs the phone and starts running like to her room across her because she knew she didn't want to like do it in front of me because I was so young so she gave me the baby I'm sitting here with my my best friend and I'm like I don't know what's going on but I hope it's not that bad and then she ends up screaming in the back room and I'm like oh my god like what is going on she's like she like ran back to me and looked at me in the face and she was like uh it's your dad your dad he's like not here and it's okay and then um, I haven't talked about this in a while it's okay and then um I still was holding the baby and like Justin wasn't there so we had to call him and he my grandma went and picked him up from his friend's house and then we like had to tell him and he like didn't cry like he was just like in shock he didn't like know what was going on and then um hold on and then like I went obviously and hugged him and we had me and my friend had soccer tryouts that night and um obviously I didn't go and um after that we it was just like so crazy to me and thinking like he was on like a trip like he was like it was like he just you know just went on a trip and just never came back but um after that we like obviously the funeral came and we all went to the funeral and um like a bunch of people came that I haven't seen in a long time I was like wow he like really knew a lot of people and a lot of people loved him and um he was a really good guy he just had a lot of struggles and um yeah but and I ended up well I forgot to leave I left out this part um I want to say the day before that day or the time that he had died he had died at like 9 30 in the morning and I'd end up I don't remember if it was that morning I talked to him or the day before he was basically calling me and like the way that he was sounding was basically like he was about to die like, he, he, like, called me, and he was, like, um, when all this is over, which is he went through a lot of stuff with the government, I'll get into that, um, and got arrested, and he said, when this is all over, um, we're going to go on a trip together, like, just us, and spend a lot of family time together, and, um, yeah, so. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> talked about that in a long time. Oh, gosh. <laughs> So I know you touched on it a little bit, um, and you said that he had overdosed. So what kind of triggered that um, for him to start getting into drugs, or had he been doing that for a while? Um, so in about, like, I want to say 2005 or maybe before that, he started a business for um, components, like uh, computer chips and stuff for, like, government, like, used. They used in, like, different – I don't even know what he was doing. I was so young. But <clears throat> he started, like, a company, and he was doing computer chips and all this stuff. And um, I don't even know why I put this twice. He was being watched by the FBI for a long time. About four years, he was selling computer chips to the government. Um, they ended up hiring an agent and to, like, watch him and basically find out that they were fake. There was a few of them, I think, that were fake, six or something like that. And out of, what, millions, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, millions, millions. And, and there were six that were found that were fake. 
um but it goes to the military correct that that's why it was so harsh Big, yeah it was like the military he was making so much money it was like over 16 million dollars a year he was just coming in and like he would literally pull up and like you know bentley every day rolls royce had motorcycles and all that stuff and <clears throat> one day i guess he had when he hired that agent they had gotten enough proof for them to find out like that he was he, it, they were fake so he got raided one day we we were all at school he got raided like helicopters like everything was just all this stuff got taken like, impounded or whatever yeah mm-hmm. And then he got arrested and lost all of his everything. They took everything. And then um, he pled not guilty, but then he had ended up passing passing before his trial. Um, he wasn't doing drugs when he started the company. I think more towards when he started making a lot of money. He got into, he started a, a clothing company. It was like more for like, like really rich people like it was like all the football teams the the Tampa Bay Rays like everybody was coming in all these different like football players and like famous people and they knew him just through doing like fashion shows and all that stuff so he started that and he was making a lot of money with that but then he met a bunch of people that were doing drugs and um they did a lot of uh, bad you know bad stuff so I just had to see a lot of that um growing up but Mm um how did it feel seeing your father in and out of rehab due to the drugs and stuff? Um, I remember like two or three times we had, my mom just told us he was, I don't even know. She told us he was living in a house, he was sick or something. Mm-hmm. And I think we would drive up there and go in there. And I remember like walking to this place with just like nothing. It was just like, I don't know. It was weird. It was like a old people home, like mm-hmm. just everyone was just sitting around I couldn't really do anything no phones no nothing but <clears throat> it wasn't like anything to me because I was so young I didn't really know but back then I, I mean obviously it wasn't look I don't know I just didn't understand what it was like but when did you start like kind of understand how, how old were you you were 11 right you said I was like nine. Oh. I was like nine when they started because my mom would always every time so when I realized it, it was more like we were moving jumping houses like we moved like four times in a year and it was every house was getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And I was like, what the hell is going on? Mm-hmm. And then he got a girlfriend that was like, she, she used them like for money, like really bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, we moved, at, we moved from the Clearwater house to Seminole, which was like five blocks down from my mom, which was so weird to me. Cause I would just, he didn't have custody of us at all. Mm-hmm. My mom just let him, let's go over there. Like he lost complete custody. My mom had hundred Because of the drugs or because? I think so. I don't even, I never asked her that, but. He lost us completely, but she would still let us go over there all the time. So we literally just walked to his house whenever, like, things were going on. And I noticed, like, he started getting all weird physically and, like, mm-hmm. just, like, buying everything and not paying attention to us and, like, would always be in his room and not do anything. He had hella girls over all the time. Like, he was definitely cheating on his girlfriend. And um, I remember my mom would always, like, look at me in the face. She's like, Whitney, I know you don't understand what this is, but there's these orange bottles like she loved my dad so much. She couldn't she just couldn't handle him like being with drugs all the time. So she would tell me like, "Yo, go over there and there's these orange bottles. Just take them and dump them out." And he and my dad ended up like resenting me for that because I would just listen to my mom and I'm like 9 years old. Mm-hmm. And he would just not let he would lock his door from then on like was finding out that I was like throwing them away. I was flushing them down the toilet cuz my mom told me to. And like I just didn't like she was just basically telling me like 
they're not like they're not good for him. Mm-hmm. He's getting sick. He's he's not gonna make it. And I don't know what the hell. I'm fucking nine years old. Mm-hmm. So um, that and then we were moving houses and he was just rolling in. Like there was music videos of like rappers that were always in the house and. We would go to events for this fashion show stuff, and you could just tell there were just there was just so much going on, and I didn't even know. You just didn't understand it. No, not at all. So you had to learn all this when you got older. Mm -hmm. From well, he let us do whatever the hell we wanted. I could literally do whatever I wanted. So it was like I'm I'm eight, nine, ten, and Justin, my brother, would take out the boat whenever he wanted, crash the boat. Like there was just a lot of stuff that like it was like irresponsible. I Mm -hmm. would say, Mm -hmm. and I think we learned on our own more of like my mom's side because she's more responsible and was going to know what was going on and stuff so Mm -hmm. but yeah so was there times that you felt like alone knowing you still had a lot of family and I know that growing up you know with your mom being in other marriages like that you haven't had you have not had someone but is there times just like with the situation with your dad that you just felt like lonely or abandoned or something like that um when I was younger my dad uh, obviously had like there was like three or four different girlfriends and I remember this one time my therapist brought this up she said that she could tell that I felt abandoned like from the past like just him not paying attention to us as much because I mean we were having parties and all this stuff I'm like 10 like Mm -hmm. so when he started dating the second, the second, the second girl is like his fiance, and she had a daughter, and her daughter was the same age as my brother. And like, you know how when people end up being like stepmoms with daughters or whatever, they always get whatever they wanted, and he just treated me like as if I was just not important. Like towards the end, it was everything was to her. She gets everything first. Like, and I know that's not your kid. Like, it, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just got resentful as well. So I was like. I don't know. I felt alone. It was more of just, I was with Justin, so Justin and I both were, like, on the same page a lot. And How did he handle it? Um, he didn't cry, like, for the first, like, m- month, I want to say, and then he definitely took it worse than I did, I think, future-wise, because, I mean, he got into drugs and um, different girlfriends, and he just, I mean, does he, he does what my dad would do now other than mm-hmm. he doesn't do drugs anymore but I think he just took it with him and didn't let it go until it just now it's just like coming out because I mean he doesn't know what to do with it how old was he uh 14 so he understood it a lot more because he knew I mean he just didn't want to like piss him off you know my dad like you know how people do drugs were they and really close? throw them away yeah it, yeah it was like we all were close I, I wanted to be closer I think it was mm-hmm. more of just he was so attentive to other things that were mm-hmm. making it and drugs and sex and yeah. money and all that stuff so it wasn't as like we weren't as important as we wanted to be makes sense yeah that's really sad um i know you're you have talked about it um and your mom kind of wanted us to head on it so as far as the doctor that prescribed him the medication that what made him overdose correct you want to talk about that a little bit um so recent this is actually recently i want to say like or three three years ago, um, this doctor. Um, <clears throat> I didn't really get to know like more about what was going on because I didn't think that some a doctor would be even able to pass drugs to people that didn't need it. So mm-hmm. I guess um, when he started getting to pills with this, it was just like this one guy um, 
sent him to basically how you know how like drug dealers literally like if they're hidden and stuff like you they can still just sell drugs like it doesn't matter like they just do it so this doctor was legit prescribing my dad medication that wasn't needed he said he hurt his back he would give him like hydrocodone oxy cocaine like all this stuff that you just you don't need you don't need that why are Mm -hmm. you taking it and um is that how it started you think pain it was the back pain and they got him on some kind of back pain medicine and then he started getting worse and doing hair. And I don't know if he ever did heroin, but I'm pretty sure because when I went one time in the house that we ended up in, the last house that we ended up in was in Clearwater. It was the first house we moved out of. We ended up there, which is so weird. Um, it, it was on Whitney Place. It's, it's, I don't know if they named it after me. I mean, probably. Um, <laughs> I, um, I lost track. What was that? Uh, at the house. You talk about heroin? Oh, yeah, yeah. He, I, the last time I remember, it was like probably a month before he died. I remember going into his refrigerator. He had a refrigerator upstairs. And there was like these little like injection bottles. Mm-hmm. It might have either been that or steroids. Is so, that the, what the doctor would come in or he would just he would inject just them himself? There was like Definitely needles. Drugs, and, unless the doctor was and just then, like. Oh, my God. When I tell you, you would open his drawer in his dresser in his bathroom. Oh, my God. There was so many pills like. Just covered, just the whole entire, and it's like, it was like from, like, me to you. Like, the whole entire cabinet was full of drugs. And I didn't, I don't know, I was like, and I, I was like done, I was done listening to my mom. I was like, mom, if he's going to do this, he's going to do it. You can't just throw them away. I mean, he's going to do it regardless, yeah. so. Did you, would you, like, tell your mom about, like, things you saw, or did she, did you guys not? Like, yeah, I, I told I, her everything. Dad. She's nosy. She would ask me a thousand million questions, but, I mean, event, like, when they found him, like, he was that was this goes back to the the day that I found out my grandpa had ended up finding him his dad and um he had gotten up gone to the bathroom and right where that counter is he literally is a fucking full the 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 floor was like tile mm-hmm. you could see his acid of his body like literally just full you could see his full body and that was like the house that we grew up in so it was like so it was so it was horrible but you I still, did you go and see yeah. it? Because mm, we had to, they didn't clean it. They, it. It was acid. It was like straight up just in the floor. So like when we went back there, we didn't want to, but we had to go back there to sort out all the clothes and the shoes and the watches and all that stuff that he had. That was just like. And y'all didn't really get any. Didn't get a lot. A lot of people say you know like they, on social media, it's a stupid daddy's money. Yeah. I didn't get anything. I uh, the girlfriend got a lot of it. She took most of the stuff, but when he died, we didn't get anything because he had everything was impounded. So everything that he was making, it was just it went straight to the government. So we didn't get as much. I only got, we Justin got a hundred k. I got a hundred k, and we just bought. I bought a house. Ago. So yeah, and but now I don't think about it, and I know that a lot of his friends, when they were, you know, associated with us and cared about our lives and not just the money, they took a lot of his money when he died like there was also like different things that we noticed too was like he had loans on all of his houses like everything was like had loans against everything so when he died we had to go and use all the money that we were supposed to get to pay the loans and stuff so how was it like obviously you know you found out and everything like funeral wise like did you guys have like an open casket or no it was we were on the beach and he was cremated mm-hmm. i have i got this little heart that was so weird picking out like going into the 
cremation place and like just looking at all the just the caskets and like urns and stuff like that it's just like there's one that i do have in my car that cross that mm-hmm. is his ashes in it. that was actually his ex-girlfriend's but she like was like I, I have to move on like she was like i need to you know so yeah. she gave it to me how long were they together before he died like f- four three years i think three mm-hmm. maybe two it was like towards the end like right before she yeah but yeah he was cremated and at the funeral i sang a song with my grandma and i painted this this painting before he died um I think I still have it. It's a really big painting, and it says um, Philippians 4.13, and then it's like this um, flower, and I had was painting it before he died, and then I finished it after, and we put it at the funeral, and then I made a collage of, like, all these pictures and stuff. And then my mom was like, oh, you should probably go up there and talk, and, like, I wrote this, like, it was, like, five pages, paragraphs of, um, like, everything good about him, so it wasn't, like, I thought about all the bad stuff. Me cry oh my gosh so obviously now that you're almost 25 years old do, can you kind of like remember certain things that like had happened when you're younger that you didn't understand that now looking back at it you're like oh this is a side effect of it or oh, I remember he was doing this and now I understand it is there certain things that kind of pinpoint that yes um I think definitely um, physical-wise, his eyes were very, very yellow. Um, He was, I know, doing steroids, so his body was so bloated and red. Yeah. What about alcohol? Because a lot of it, like liver-wise, but also doing medications. He was doing that. Jaundice, um, very badly. Yeah. His eyes were, I'm telling you, like, it looked like he had chunks of yellow, like, in his eyes. Like, you can see them in pictures that we would take. And then... Was that while your mom... And mm-hmm. we're together. It's just kind of. My mom and him separated. Um, I was like five, when they sat mm-hmm. us down and they were like, "We well, can't do this anymore." And my mom ended up telling me it was because of rehab. So they didn't. They weren't together. So like for so long after that, when I was like five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. That was when I was like the worst. Like that's when I was like I didn't know what the fuck was going on. My mom was just telling me things, and I would realize See how he it. Loved but him. now. I look back at the last picture we took. Um, I had a play, and I was um, like one of the main characters in the play, and he ended up coming to see me the last night. And then um, I could tell looking back at that picture, like he was bloated, red, bloodshot eyes, yellow, like just looked sick. Like he just Mm -hmm. looked so sick. And um, yeah. But now, thinking back about like, the things he would do, like, action-wise, um, he definitely was falling asleep doing most activities that we would do, which was shitty. And, um, like, one time I remember going to his house and just walking in. It was, like, his day or whatever. And I walked in, and I literally looked at him, and he's falling asleep in a bowl of cereal. And, like, he wouldn't get his head out of the cereal. And then um, there's another time where we, we took his car – out for a test drive because he liked really old cars and he was like falling asleep at the wheel and it was like literally me and my brother just sitting there and I was like looking at him and I was like what are you what are you doing like yeah. I can't drive so yeah. he was literally like and it was to the point where I was like scared I was like okay, okay we need to either leave I called my mom every time that something would happen mm-hmm. and then one time 
they try to hide this stuff from us because a lot of it's like fucked, like fucked up. One time, um, my mom told me that uh, we got picked up from school, and she told me that the cops had no. We drove no. This is what we did. They didn't tell me anything. We drove by his house, and there's cops swarming his house. And this is like when he used to live next to my mom, so mm-hmm. it wasn't too far. Mm-hmm swarming his house and I was like mom what the hell is going on she pulls over pulls in goes in there and she's like no stay here stay here stay here so we're sitting in the car I'm like what the hell is going on she comes back out tells us that my dad was hallucinating that people were following him and I don't know if it had to do with obviously was he hallucinating I don't know were people actually following him I mean it could have been true because he did have a lot of money he did do drugs with other people yes he's very shady so I don't know if he actually ended up having people like following him but he ended up pulling out a gun, which is, thank God we weren't there. Pulling out a gun and shooting at his, like, window. Like, his glass window, because he thought that there was a person behind the, the curtain. So he ended up, I guess, shooting and calling the cops. I don't, he called the police and said, that people are chasing me, there's people in my house. I don't. Oh, they had to know he was. Yeah. So. He was always locked in his room, too, so, like, you would never. Did he ever, was he ever, like, hospitalized? Like, obviously, besides rehab, was there, like, things that would just. Um, Did he so. only overdose once? Yeah. Is there multiple times that, mm-hmm. like. It was once. It says accidental on the actual, like. The sheet, yeah. So, I never looked at it. I did not want to look at it, but. I mean, most of what I know, I don't think that he had it or anything. You never, like, saw him? Mm-mm. That's sad. Um, what was I going to ask? So, obviously, like, now, kind of basing off the same question, seeing, I know we've all been around drugs, whether we've obviously done them or not. Um, when you see somebody or, you know, hear about someone, you know, or whatever, do drugs, does it really like, does it affect you because of your dad or is it more of like, just what the fuck are you doing? Both. I think more of just knowing that drugs do nothing but bad for you. Mm -hmm. There's nothing good that come out of it other than having fun for a night. But like at the end of the day, like I was just talking to somebody last night, their, their friend just died from fentanyl. So, yeah, it's just sad, like, seeing people go in and out of it. I know sometimes, like, addiction is obviously a real way, thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. You cannot get away from it. And I know mm-hmm. rehab, speaking of which, my dad went to rehab, and my mom put this in there because she wanted to add some of the things that I clearly don't remember because I wasn't old enough. He, I guess, was using a um, fake, like, made a fake penis and was using it to do fake urine so that he could leave the rehab. <clears throat> so was he actually ever sober once um, he started going in and out of rehab? No. no. He'd started getting into, like, cigarettes and stuff, to, I think, more to try and lean him off of it, but it never mm-hmm. worked. He was still hiding shit and putting shit in his pockets. There's something on here, actually, that my mom said. Um, he was, like, basically, oh, he would hide pills in all the pockets of his jackets around the house so that I wouldn't get to them. He would get the drugs shipped to his office and not my house so that my mom, cause my mom always would do the same thing I did. She would take the pills and stuff. Yeah. But she would always look through his stuff and try and get him as far away from it as possible. But it never, it didn't really work. But how, how did your mom, I feel like your mom's really good at just, she's a crazy woman. I feel yeah. like she does really good at hiding she a lot it. of yeah. things. Yeah. I mean, she has four kids now. She was so upset when and he was gone. Jaden, so she had obviously Lana and, and you and Justin, like having four kids around Knowing that two of her kids' dad just died yeah. because of an overdose, not even just like randomly passing but away. As if she was a, trying so hard to get him away from it too, and she couldn't. Because you just said like she loved him so much. That was, I mean, that's the father of her kids. Yeah. So, how 
did she ever really show her emotions around you or would she just really try to um she definitely cried a lot I think she was trying to be strong for us um she was the one that went through it the most I mean towards the end it was just us because my mom was couldn't handle it she could not handle seeing someone that she loved so much like go through all that stuff and especially when we have to see it and go through it too but she couldn't I mean, regardless when you grow up and stuff, I mean, things happen, bad stuff mm-hmm. happens, but it's really hard when people don't, you know, aren't able to handle it when they get older. Like, looking back now, I'm like, holy shit, like, that was so bad. All that stuff that we saw, we did, and... And you, you slowly and I start s- realizing your mom's able to finally talk to you Yes, about it. and now it's like, I just think that she knows what to avoid, and that's how I feel now, I think seeing all that stuff like yeah obviously we make bad decisions and we I mean we make money we do this but I don't I'm not in the drugs like that um never done a drug other than smoke weed mm-hmm. um I try as hard as possible to stay away from any kind of pills medicine at all except for when I need like Tylenol I try so mm-hmm. hard not to take anything but I mean yeah I don't I mean I don't know yeah yeah. <laughs> so we kind of stirred away from the whole doctor situation because that plays a huge part in, you know, her dad passing away with the pills and having really easy access to get those pills, clearly. Um, so whatever happened with that doctor, was there a trial? Was there anything along those lines? Um, I believe so. And my grandpa actually went to it not too long ago. Um, oh, that was recent? <clears throat> yeah, he just got evic- they're c- convicted. Evicted. What? Um Actually, my mom just sent me this. I've never, I don't know if there's a, I don't know if there is a, um, like, where he went or what happened to him, but pretty sure there's a trial that he had killed three other people. Um, he was accused of illegally prescribing drugs that led to patients' deaths, so I'm pretty sure he so killed multiple So when your dad, though, passed away, there was no... Like correlation, no, they didn't do anything. So what? eventually, they found out that he was a patient. They looked at into how many patients. I think the doctor had, and then realized that my dad had died too. Just because of the I'm guessing opi- opioids or whatever the fuck he yeah. was giving them. Anything he wanted, he was getting it. So did he? Would he go in for like regular like appointments or was on? I think he was like just calling him and saying, "Texting, yeah, hey, he can was, you write me a prescription yes, or something?" Yeah. That's crazy. It's also a long time ago because now, I mean, a lot of people going to the doctors they're pretty serious about giving you i feel like yeah. medications yes. like strong medications like that yes. where you can't just come in with a new prescription a week later they won't let you refill mm-hmm. that shit at all so, so yeah. that's crazy how kind of the world has yeah. changed i guess it was easy for him just to get it that's sad um <laughs> were there ever times that like because <clears throat> you, you said a lot your mom would let you kind of go over there whenever to try and keep that relationship with your dad was there a lot of times that your mom would just be like no you cannot go over like I have like you cannot go see him anymore there were some things that were questionable as like an authority for you know a father figure should not do and having multiple strippers and prostitutes at this point I don't even know um come in and out of the house like beautiful like beautiful (laughs) young girls like when he was dating this girl Ashley and she was 25 years old he's 40 like and it was to a point where like he he was so busy doing his own thing that I was, like, actually showering with these, like, strippers. Like, and my mom, it gets, like, I'm seeing these big titties. I'm like, wow. Like, I could pop them. They would explode. Like, they were so big. It was insane. And I'm, like, 
eight. Would they take care of you rather than your dad? Or um, yeah, they... they would watch me. They like play games with me and watch movies and stuff. But it was never. They were never there long. It was so temporary. That it was like I would meet one, and I want to remember her name. And then another one went to Vegas. My dad left her in Vegas. I guess. I don't know. He just had so many. So my mom kept me away from my dad for about like a month because, I mean, that shit's just. You don't need to yeah, yeah, I don't need to see titties. I'm eight. Like, not even that. It's just like the whole aspect of. But he he had like a, like porn addictions for sure. One time, this is so disgusting. One time, um, we had moved the third time, and um, this is when he was not around at all. He was in the house, but he was not there whatsoever. We were we were playing. That's when zombies came out, and our next door neighbors would come over. We were best friends with them. And we would just all hang out, play games, whatever. And my dad was never around ever. So when I got, when I, um, I had, we didn't really have that many. Um, my stepdad at the time didn't let me have like a phone or like really internet at all. So I had access to my dad's computer one time. Wait, Jaden and Alana's dad was still around, was around when your dad died. They were together automatically. I did not know that. So, yeah. So, I got a stepdad three years after my parents divorced. She married Joe. And then um, I had, at that time, I had other shit going on at the other house. Just yeah. from the three sisters trying to deal with stepsisters. And my dad dies. Like, no dad. And he doesn't even treat me like fucking child. So, I was yeah. getting treated like shit at one house. And then the other one, I was watching how many strippers and money could walk in the door at any moment mm. like it was so like my life was just so like it was like Hannah Montana yeah like one was like so fun I could do whatever I want but I didn't realize that he was like dying at the same time mm-hmm. and the other one was like oh you can't do anything you can't have social media you can't have a life you can't have makeup you can't have clothes like it was just two separate worlds like but then I ended up colliding because I lost them so it was like I don't know it, back to the sorry yeah back to the pornography video you had he ended up having his laptop and I opened it, and I'm like, i never seen that before. I don't know what the fuck that is, but there was, like, a CD. had, like, CDs, like, taped to the bottom of his – it was all, like, porn videos. I opened that laptop. Me and Justin's sitting on the couch behind me. Uh? No. I'm like, <laughs> you're joking. What is this? <laughs> Dude, horrible. Then from there – Did he ever cheat on your mama, you think? Yes. Um, in the beginning, he cheated on my mom. Could you guess her name? Denise he had two Denises so he didn't even care which one he was talking about because it didn't matter because he was dating both before you or before me my parents got married after Justin okay then they had me but he had a girl I don't know about marriage why she says no she doesn't believe when after they got married he cheated but um once they I don't she doesn't know completely but he had a bunch of girlfriends like I could name like 15 I'm surprised you can remember their names. Oh, I can because all of them, I just used to, me and him used to make fun of them. So I, don't, I was like, Dad, what are you doing? <laughs> she's Lord. cute, but like, she's like literally the age of me. I mean, shit. Now. So, so me I kind of want to ask like probably basic questions. A lot of people um, probably are just wondering, almost like, I think a huge thing, because I obviously have a father and I could not imagine, you know, having my biological father. Um, obviously you have a stepdad that's amazing, Doug. We all love him and he treats you wonderful. But like knowing when when and if you get married, um <laughs> seriously. Do you think that'll be hard? Knowing that you don't have your biological dad like walking down the aisle and doing the things that, you know, you <sighs> see, things like that, or are you kind of at like peace with it? 
to where you um, would be? I thought about it for a while. Um, you know, growing up now, like thinking he would, if he was here right now, what he would say or what he would do to like me now, he'd be like, you're definitely a businesswoman. Like I was like, he would just say some dumb shit. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think I'm definitely okay. Like, I mean, it's been a few, you know, a few years and Doug's definitely taken the role that my dad really never gave me. So mm-hmm. he gives me love and attention and respect and he, he's, he gives me the little things and my dad would do it. It was just more out of like gift, not time spent. Cause I'm like a huge time spent person. Mm-hmm. It was more materialistic than yes. that's what he could offer. Yes. And like he would buy, like it was to the point where he's buying me animals. Like I had turtles. I had, he got me a puppy like gifts it was just gifts out the butt like it was just nothing was really there it was just him just filling him being what? a father but just not actually being there like i don't know mentally, mentally yeah but. absolutely so you're you're kind of like at peace now at yeah i think it's so hard to talk about yeah clearly. i think that well, i mean walking down the aisle and not having my dad there would be is pretty shitty but i mean at the end of the day like I can't do anything about it, you know. Maybe I'll walk with a picture frame of him on one side and Doug on the other. No. (laughs) We'll have a little chair for him. (laughs) But, like, also growing up, because you were really young. You were still in, what, middle school when that happened? So going through high school, obviously, with, you know, the different stepdad that you had of your mom's, your first mom. He just made it worse. Um, How was that, though? Like, seeing how he was being treated... How sorry? How his kids were being treated, and versus you, you're talking about Joe. Were there times that like, it like, was, damn, I really wish my dad was here. Yes. Even though he All, didn't, he didn't because give my you... dad would take me away basically from the way that I was being treated at my other house. Like it was like, if I like genuinely like looked at my dad in the face, but at the same time I was so young that I shouldn't even have to ask. If I said, hey, I don't feel like you're giving me enough attention. Like you're mm-hmm. acting like you don't care. And when there was sometimes. Like, before he died, there was times where I literally called him and I said, I don't feel, like, enough for you. You know, like, I always, like, would point it out, but I was just a baby, so I didn't really, you know, have to, I think he should have just done that. But it was to the point where I was spending more times with his girlfriends than even him in general. So, but at home when, which is horrible to say, but at home when he did die on that day that he did die, um, Joe came home and just acted like it just didn't matter. Didn't, didn't matter. Comfort you. But he lost, you know, the other girls lost their mom, and Joe lost his wife, so I think it kind of, he knew what it was like, but at the same time, he knew. Like, my dad was also not so, as great of a father as he should have been, but Joe was just very resentful to me and Justin because we weren't blood. Like, we were not kids, his blood yeah. kids, so he just didn't feel like he needed to, he always treated us like we were just there. So, I... It was definitely worse. Like, Doug coming in and just, you know, changing, definitely changed our lives. So. And he wasn't really, like, let's say, was he, like, the ones at your soccer games or volleyball games? Like, would Joe go or would you kind of mm-hmm. just have that? No, neither of them really would went went because the most important thing in their lives were their babies, their kids. So Alana was, and Jaden were the main events of life. Everything was around them. And, and if it didn't yeah. – I didn't get any field trips – uh, nobody went with me in my field trips. I always went alone. You know how, like, everybody always had Has their parent? Their chaperone, yeah. N- they never would go, ever. Neither of them. So, like, growing up like that, I'd, you said a lot that you never really were, like, depressed in high school. But, like, how did you feel then 
I kind of blew it off. Just like, like I you just, just went acted. on with it. Yeah, That's because crazy. I couldn't. I had no one to talk to about it. I wasn't allowed to do anything when I was there. Was Justin there for you a lot? Yeah, but he's also like me, where we just blow things off and just yeah. giggle about everything. And I mean, we still were allowed to like hang out with friends and stuff, but I never. Amber, which is my best friend at the time, the whole she went through everything with me. The whole like, she did not like Joe. She didn't like the way he treated me. She didn't like. She knew my dad really well. Mm-hmm. She's we saw like she saw everything, so she knew like. I wasn't depressed. I think it was just because I had a lot of people around me and stuff. But there was times where I did cry like a lot about school and, you know, the way people treated me. And then also the stepdad's children, like, just yeah. did not treat me like that. Did I you guys was... all go to the same school? Like, it was to a point where I was so sad that I felt so, like, I didn't belong, like, in that family. Like, I just, I would always be the one that had to sit in the back. I was never allowed to sit in the front seats, like. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup. I wasn't allowed to have a phone. It was just so, like, do you hate me? Mm-hmm. Like, do you want me to be alive? Yeah. Like, really? Yeah. There, there was definitely some times where I was, I would say, depressed, but I just wouldn't, like, say it was, like, depression. I was just so young. I didn't even know what that was. I mean, in high school? Yeah. When did Doug start coming around that high school? So, it's ninth grade. Okay, so it was just six, seventh and eighth grade, mm-hmm. sixth grade, too. Yeah. That. Sixth, seventh, and eighth, I had to deal with just bullshit. Yeah. Like, it was horrible. It was, school was horrible. I couldn't get away. School was horrible. I would come home. I couldn't do anything. I would go to the church. As soon as I get to church, go back home. Couldn't get away. Nothing. I couldn't do anything. It was yeah. just like a cycle of just boring. Do you think your mom kind of felt just, like, stuck? Just like, She was because she just told like me, she like, just didn't know, like, what he to was do so, after he, losing her ex-husband yes. and then having, you and know, you'd be treated so, like that. I think about all the time is as soon as my dad died, like, like what she was saying was like, I loved him so much. Like, I wanted to be with him again. I just wanted him to fix him. I wanted him to change. I wanted him to stop, you know, doing drugs. Yeah. And that was, I was like, really? Like, really, Dad? You could have gotten your wife back. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I just, gone. it was like day by day, I just going through the motions. And I wonder, I don't know. I feel like as a parent, going through all those things, like, I feel like your mom didn't really know how to like. She's too nice. Com- like, I, I, she's not like comfort you, but she just I feel. Poor woman doesn't get a break. No. This is what I feel like. Yeah. I'm like I'm serious. Like I've been in your life for two years, and I'm like I don't know how she did it. And then yeah. hearing about all this stuff growing up, like, like is she okay? Yeah, <laughs> like she like, acts like she's the happiest human alive. I don't know how she does it because I'm mean, and sad, all the time. And yeah. she's just a happy little bean. She She's so... Sometimes she does. Sometimes she does. It's so funny. She gets mad for like an hour and then she's like, Whitney, you know what? I'm never watching your dogs again. And it, I'm done. Doesn't talk to me for an hour. Calls me. You want to go to dinner? Okay. She is. She's so cute. She but I think that she was definitely stuck. She told me in the past when um, she had gotten with Joe in the first place. And then after, like when she got with Doug, she was like, I don't know what I was thinking. I was so like... Just probably just hurt sad just like you know when but people say her joe was out. so like church like christian no drugs no drinking no nothing so i think she just completely wanted to switch and she how, how would you feel and it just i mean i don't know if that was just like a full 360 like she got new children like she didn't drink he wasn't she wasn't allowed to drink anymore she, i'm sorry she wasn't allowed no, to he would not let her drink mama ran i don't know i feel like it's hard you can't really ever put that 
back on anybody and like you and like a lot of people we talk we talk about this a lot and I think you're a perfect example um I've known some people that have lost family members due to drugs and you know certain things and they carry that on in their life and they tend to blame it and I'm not saying this because I know what someone's going through I've never dealt with that but I think Whitney has been like the perfect example of just growing up with that and making herself into her own person not what happened in her past she doesn't talk about it um she does with me and Brie but it's one of those things but she doesn't it definitely did like it what's the word not describes it definitely is a part of like my life like when I tell somebody like what happened to you like why are you the way that you are it's like okay don't have a dad and I know like you know they say the daddy issues thing like it's real like it definitely Mm -hmm. affects you and your whole life I mean your dad's like your protector like your person like you know like you only have two that give you life and like the one just not there anymore and you can't just go along in your life and think that the stepdad's just gonna fill it because sometimes they really don't because I mean it's not your actual like life you know like he didn't give you life so I, I could. I don't know. I'm proud of you, though. A lot. I try. I'm trying to just, you know, I don't really ever talk about it or get sad about it because it's just been so long. And this is my first time ever seeing her cry over yeah. it, and we've talked about it, but there's just a lot of stuff that you just throw, swallow, just swallow it, like we do. Even on, regardless of the trauma, the, the all the other stuff, even online, like you just swallow it. Mm-hmm. You can't let things bother you, or just you're. I don't know. Let that your life determine what people th- say about you and think about you and stuff. But yeah. at the end of the day, you have yourself and you grow from it. And like now, I'm like so close to my family members. That I'm like dreading the the day that I get a call or something of one of them passing again. Because just everything that happens, like nursing. When we were in nursing school, it was so hard for me to like think about somebody dying because it just relates back to that person that died and it just repeats in your head over and over again like thinking about watching when I watch Grey's Anatomy or while I watch any nursing shows or somebody dying of that, their dad dying it's all I think about like it's all like I know exactly how they feel mm-hmm. like even friends I see posts I just lost my dad and I'm like I always reach out to them or like make sure that they know like they have something to talk to because it's just it's it's hard it's really hard but. And I feel like what happened is very traumatizing, knowing that that's how you grew up. That was your childhood. You didn't have... I'm like, seeing it. I watched... Like, you know how people say when their parents have cancer and they have to watch it? Like, I have to. I had to watch it. It was just... I didn't think it was going to happen. Well, you didn't understand. No. You know, but, but it's just... Now I that basically just watched him kill himself. Like, you know, it's yeah. just... It's sad. But, and I hate it because I, I see it around us. Like, everybody doing drugs and stuff. And I'm just like... I get mad. I do mm-hmm. internally. I do get mad. Like, why? Why are you doing this? But I don't. I can't say anything because it's not my life. You know. Yeah. I can have input, but. But people are stubborn when it comes to addiction and things like that. To where they. It'll hit them one day. You know, yeah. whether they That's, lose a friend. Yeah. That a lot of people like. Whether they get into drugs because they lost somebody due to drugs, or you know they just get into it because they're depressed, or you know need something to make them feel normal again. It's understandable. I mean, I've never done drugs either, but I feel like a lot of it can relate to any type of mental illness you have, anxiety, depression, things like that, that you need something to make you feel 
better. Even for a quick, like drunk, you know, we've all gotten drunk sad yeah. before. Alcohol makes you feel better. Even, and even like sex, sex makes you feel better. That's you where know? you become addicts to certain things. So yeah. it's not a shame, but I feel like, you know, if, if you need help, yeah, get it. And it's not as simple as I need help. I, we, we understand we I've seen people might, you know, do drugs and it's like, you get so mad, but you can't, mm-hmm. you can't be mad at them. Because you don't know what people are going through. Have these people that don't even know fucking Whitney. You don't know. But none of y'all even knew half that. I didn't. I learned some of so it today. So many people are like, you, you do so many drugs. No. It's not even I'm that. Like, it's because you have money. It's not because She has money because she worked her ass off for the past four years of her life. Where she's at. Not because the stupid, her dad passing away. She didn't, I don't know if she, obviously she I didn't. Mean, how, I mean, the, the, the house that I'm in right now, I put so much money into it. Didn't even. Right now, it's not even worth a hundred thousand. Like no, she bought it for hundred. I bought it for hundred thousand. Yeah, and then but has more than a hundred thousand in her house. Like yeah. with the work, whatever. But there, I think a huge lesson to learn from this is don't judge people. I think I. I don't know. She's yeah. a very sweet person. She's gone through a lot, and there's being in her life, you kind of have to know. Those things, so you can understand her a lot more. But my mom put this. She wanted me to add this in the paragraph. She says. Money, greed, and drugs is what happened to Whitney Wren's father. Um, if you guys do, I mean, do, can, Google it if you really want to know more and more details and stuff like that. He was into, like, race cars and all that stuff. Um, it's on there. Um, and she said, I'm used to negative comments and publicity from my dad. And um, sometimes it's hard to accept everyone's comments, especially about daddy's money when my, my daddy's money was taken by the government. So you can talk to government about daddy's money. It's not my account. So, um, but yeah. Well, I'm proud hard. of you. So, you, you do you work do. hard and seeing the person you are, I know. I'm strong. He's in heaven and yeah. he's looking at you, proud of you. I don't give a fuck what people say. You do whatever you want. Your dad was a hustler. You're a hustler. Yeah, for him. but for the good, yeah, the good, the towards good, the good, the good part of it. <laughs> but I'm proud of you, and I love you. Yeah, if you guys, if you guys ever have any struggles with anything, and you do feel like, you know, you need to reach out or need help, or I know it's not hard. I mean, it's not easy. What? It's not easy to get help, but Winnie's very sympathetic to people that have gone through a lot of struggles. Like she literally one time she's talking to this kid in the bar, literally in the middle of the bar. Just having a conversation with him, and they oh, know. everyone around me is just headbanging and stuff. And I'm like, yeah. So she she's very sympathetic. So if you ever go through something and you genuinely need to talk to Whitney or even me, but I can't relate to a lot of things. But she's a good person to go to. I'm always so. here. So even Bree, Bree's been through some. I shit know too. we're gonna get to know her story soon. I'm mm-hmm. excited because she's probably gonna make me cry too. Because I actually don't know a lot about oh, Bree yeah. as I do about you. So. I'm excited, but thank you guys for tuning in and watching this. It might have been hard, but we all go through stuff, so. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. We needed to cry. That's if I didn't cry last night, but <laughs> it's fine. A lot. Well, tune in for the next episode. We love you. Thank you.